0: You know what a haboob is, don't you?
1: Wait, really? You tried to ambush me with that stuff?
0: Thirty seconds in, and you're making me uncomfortable already. Well, yeah, I thought I'd get off to a ripper and start. <laughs> you know what a haboob is? Uh, no, it's a giant
1: sandstorm, sand and dust. Are, are you making things up? No, again? no, no. You can't no. just
0: make. I know you, you know, made the Doppler, but you can't just no, make I up, did up not, weather. Terms. I did not invent Doppler. <laughs> I wish
1: I had. I was too busy doing other stuff. But uh yeah. They get them in Arizona. They get them in the desert region of the southwestern U.S. And, I mean, blinding dust, it can literally take the paint off your cars. They can see these things coming from miles away. And, uh, yeah, massive clouds of dust and sand. Okay. Can we talk
0: about something else? All right. I'm sorry I started. I apologize. Yeah,
1: see? Don't you feel some guilt now? (laughs) A little. (laughs) Ambushing me right off the top. Right off the top. So, uh hi. Happy Tuesday. Would you date or marry somebody who has political views at the other end of the spectrum? In other words, everything else is fine. You're attracted to them physically. You love their brains. They have great personalities. The kind of gal or guy you can take home to mom.
0: But they vote the other way. DJ, could you? Uh, um, it's a great question. We're going to take calls and texts on that question, so yes. you can uh, hit us up at any point here on our uh, call and text line, 651 461 I'm going to give an interesting answer to that, and um, I think I could date somebody who voted differently than I am. I don't know that I could date or marry somebody who's politically extreme. On either end. On either end. Spectrum. Yeah. Okay. Who's, which I honestly don't think is that many people. I think, you know, our social media amplifies that, but I don't think there's that many who are actually sort of the screaming crazies on one side or the other. And, but if I were to meet somebody who was, you know, really extreme one way or the other, I don't, I don't, I think that would be a deal breaker for me. (laughs) Screaming crazy? Screaming crazies. Yeah. Hmm. How about you? If you, you know, say, met a lawyer who voted differently than you, would that stop you from pursuing
1: that? I want to believe that love overcomes all and that if you genuinely love somebody, you can tolerate the fact that he or she may vote a different way. I mean, if, if everything else gets checked on the checklist and the only thing is that they don't agree with you and your political... Uh, aspirations and opinions. Yeah, I th- I, th- I want to believe I could. I think I could. But I don't know. I honestly don't know. It might be an irritant that I can't get past. Here's, I read an article in The Atlantic. It was called The Doom Cycle of Pernicious Polarization. I was able to squeeze pernicious into a show today. Had to look it up. 2016 survey. So this is... Uh, Six years ago, I wish they'd updated. 60% of Democrats and 63% of Republicans would balk, hesitate at their child marrying a supporter of a different political party. And get this in the run up to the 2020 presidential election. Pew Research Center reported that roughly 9 out of 10 supporters of Joe Biden and Donald Trump alike were convinced that a victory by their opponent would cause, quote, lasting harm to the United States. 9 out of 10. This at a time when we seem to be evolving interracial marriage, according to Gallup. 94% of U.S. adults now approve of marriages between black people and white people. That's up from 87% uh, the previous time they did this back in 2013. By the way, that 94% of adults approving of interracial marriages, that's a new high in Gallup's trend, which has been around for six decades, 60 years. But when it comes, it's interesting to me, that political affiliation is a bigger deal for most Americans now, and I don't, I don't know, than many other factors. It seems like we've evolved. You see the commercials on television, more interracial couples. I think that's a good thing. So I, I, I posed a question today on Twitter, and it's hardly scientific. Would you date? Or marry someone from the opposite political party asking for a friend. You
0: want to guess what the results are? Um I think most people wait, oh you know, I no, I don't know. I, I really don't know. No. Forty
1: four percent. The biggest percentage of okay. respondents said no. Thirty-four and a half percent said it depends on other
0: factors. Okay.
1: Maybe if she has a really nice smile. <laughs> Maybe if he's a really good cook, I mm-hmm. could overlook. Uh Yes, only 21%. Wow. So I, I was
0: surprised by those. Yeah, numbers. that's a low number. 44%.
1: Would uh, not marry somebody or date somebody from the opposite political party. Would you? Would you? Could you? Under what circumstances could you? Or is that just a flat, big, fat no? Six five one four six one nine two two six we're gonna take some calls at three thirty, but if you want to text in your answer, uh please do so now. 651-461-9226. Should we ask Tim Lammers that question? Um it has nothing
0: to do with no, streaming. No, we should ask him about we should keep him in his lane, I think. Keep really yes. I hate it when people say stay in your lane, Paul. I know, but you love blindsiding people with anyway, this isn't what we're talking about. But he's so good on his feet. <laughs> he could answer any
1: question. Anyway. The one and only Tim Lammers, when we come back.
0: Now joining Paul and Jordana to talk Hollywood, film reviews, and all things movies. From directconversations.com, it's Tim Lammers. Presented by Bradshaw and Bryant Personal Injury Attorneys. Seeking justice for the injured. Find them at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Are you going to kill me? According to the
1: world, you're already dead.
0: The future of humanity is at stake. No pressure or anything
2: off the record is the illuminati real yes
1: both beyonce and jay-z are part of it sadly
2: that's what lemonade is about (laughs) yes yes (laughs) okay
1: i'm hooked Uh, This new streaming service uh, on Netflix, The Pentabrit, a new streaming series starring Mike Myers and (laughs) Keegan-Michael Key. At first I thought, is this a serious thing? And then I saw the actors, I'm like, okay, it's got to be a spoof. (laughs) Hey, Tim, welcome.
3: Hey, hey Paul. Yeah, The Pentabrit, very strange title for a series, but... What they are is a secret society. It was actually formed in the 1300s, and throughout the years, they brought the five greatest minds uh, together to influence the world's events in a positive sort of way. Oh. One of them passes away, so they have to replace him, and they kidnap uh, Keegan-Michael Key's character. He is a nuclear physicist, and uh, he's brought about to solve a climate, yeah, prevent a climate change disaster so the other four members of the pentaver are actually characters all played by Michael Myers Mike Myers I think Michael Myers is the Halloween killer we're talking about Mike Myers former Saturday night live star and um right. you, you know he's so wonderful and yep. you know he's done more than one character before you know obviously the Austin Powers thing he he was more than one character and uh, it's nice to see him back. You know, he, he hasn't done many things over the past few years, um, but he is very funny here. Uh, also playing a journalist trying to expose this secret organization. Um, so, yeah, it's all about Mike Myers, but you do have cameos from other famous folks in the thing as well. Um, I will say Mike Myers, he has an affinity for toilet humor. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Some real lowbrow stuff here, but you know what? I think it's funny. (laughs) I just do, and uh, there's plenty of that here too. You know, there's room in my life for all kinds of comedy, and I I certainly like this stuff from Mike Myers.
1: Well, that's breaking news, though, about Beyonce. I had no idea.
3: I mean, conspiracy theories are going to
1: go crazy
3: beyonce and jay-z part of the illuminati yeah so yeah what do you what are you going to do so I don't know. yeah it, it's fun it's conspiracy it, you know it's basically taking uh conspiracy theory theorists and turning uh their lives upside down and and making fun of that whole thing and yeah I, it's it's just fun it's just different you know it's really different i, I can't say it's for everybody um but again since i've like mike Myers and saturday night live and austin powers and shrek and all that stuff i really like this series
1: yeah i like keegan michael key too I think. oh he's
3: so funny yep, he's, he's so he's so great you know i mean jordan peele's been doing the movie thing where he's you know directing and writing horror films and keegan michael key is is stuck with the comedy because at one time of course it was key and peel you know yeah uh, they had yeah. their own show so, you know, uh, Keegan-Michael Key has been very successful, and, and I love him in this show as well. Very cool.
1: Here's a clip from an original Disney Plus streaming movie, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers.
0: Don't you think you'd have more fans here if Chip did these events with you? I haven't thought about him in a while. I should give him a call. See
3: how life's treating him. Life is the worst, which is why you need good insurance. <sighs> A message on my landline. I don't like that.
0: I know you're still mad about rescue rangers getting canceled, but I have just got a call from the police, and I need
3: your help.
1: Okay, at the other end of the spectrum, this, this sounds kind of funny, too.
3: Yeah, totally at the other end of, it, of the spectrum. But, you know, while you think... Uh this one's on Disney Plus. You think, okay, this is another kids movie. It's actually really, really big on nostalgia. It's an animation live action hybrid that mixes hand-drawn animation, computer animation, even stop motion animation, you know, with with live action stuff. Uh humans and these famous iconic uh, cartoon characters or animated characters all exist in the same world including Chip and Dale. Uh, After the cancellation of their show, they went their separate ways, but one chose to get an upgrade to computer animation while the other one stays hand-drawn. They have, one of them, Chip doesn't want to get back together and do a reboot of the show, but they have no choice when an old cast member, Monterey Jack, goes missing. So uh, Chip and Dale are back in the case Uh, Again, big on nostalgia because we have a lot of cameos from famous cartoon and animated series popping up in in this thing. It's a movie. Um, It reminds me a lot of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Um, And, you know, you might think, okay, it's it's that kind of mix that people love, you know, the, the live action animation. Yeah, that's true. But again, this goes much further than that because they incorporate all these classic characters in it as well.
1: Very cool. Tim Lammers, thank you, my friend. Jordana sends her love, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you on Friday.
3: All right. Thank you very much, Paul. I got Top Gun Maverick coming Ooh. on Friday. Yeah.
1: That that thing has gotten such amazing reviews across the board. I am absolutely yeah.
3: going to check Well, I'm going to keep you in suspense right. as to what I think until Friday. I, I don't wait
1: until I hear your review, Tim.
3: <laughs> thank okay. you. All right, Paul. Well, thank you. We'll talk Friday. All right
1: and some somber news Uh, we have an update coming up from CBS another elementary school shooting this time in Texas west of San Antonio the very latest when we come back I have no recollection of those crazy nights and praise God I made most of my mistakes before the internet before there was a digital record that will be around forever of every transgression caution my kids who are pretty sharp they're in their low 30s now. They're adults. Said, yeah, you know, don't put anything on Twitter, or Instagram, Facebook that uh, you wouldn't sh- want your mom to read. Right? Could come back to bite you. So, hey, um, the question today, and call us if you have an opinion, 651 461 Would you, could you date or marry somebody who believes something different than what you believe? Politically, somebody who votes the other way. If you're a Democrat, could you marry or date a Republican and vice versa? One of our listeners says, Paul, I could. I vote for the person, not the party. Another listener, all kinds of Republicans and Democrats marry. Now, if you aren't a radical, supposedly you can't agree. Somebody else says, "Uh, no way. Could I marry somebody with an opposite political view? This is interesting. I married one. Don't know. Didn't know she was so far to the left. Now, whenever she complains about how bad everything is, I just remind her it's because of who she voted for. I'd marry an opposite again. You're not going to find the perfect person ever. My wife tries to get me to vote left. I just tell her I grew up and I'm smarter than than that. Okay. Okay. My husband and I have been married 47 years, and we have different political views. Neither of us are extreme in our views. I wouldn't have a problem if they voted different, but I would have a big problem if they didn't believe facts. Things like Biden won, or COVID was a planned thing. Another listener, uh, yes, I could marry somebody or date somebody. Values and morals are more important than political party. This listener says, Paul, I would marry somebody from the opposite party. I already have, and we get along just fine. And we agree to disagree, and we have some very interesting discussions. I think that's what's missing, is valuing other people's opinions and not judging No to having a relationship, to anyone embracing the far right. Trump and supremacists. What's a supremacist? A white supremacist? Okay. Uh, In the past, I had friends that voted GOP, but since Trump, I've distanced from them. Politics now includes religion, education, and sexuality. The right has moved away from my beliefs. Thank you, Pat and Stacy, for writing in. And I like what this person said. Uh, My wife and I have always voted differently for almost 30 years of wedded bliss. We do both believe our state and national representatives are a ridiculously polarized and dysfunctional group. Term limits and age limits are needed. I couldn't agree more. Who knows what the founding fathers Thought, But my sense, based on everything I've read, is that they never believed that being a politician would be a gig for life. The, I think the whole idea was put your time in, serve your state, serve your country, serve your nation, and then go home. Let somebody get fresh blood, fresh energy, new ideas. Wasn't supposed to be a job for life, but now these... <laughs> These uh, campaigns are so expensive, millions, tens of millions of dollars. It's it's expensive to try to get somebody out of office or get somebody new in office. So, I don't know. Campaign finance reform, yeah, across the board, I think we need it. Because what we have now is not working in many cases. DJ, do you have an opinion?
0: You know, this whole conversation makes me think of some friends of ours that we, I mean, very good friends. My wife was in their wedding. They got married maybe three years ago. And before the current era of Trump and COVID and social unrest and all these things, I, I literally don't think it ever crossed my mind what they believed or who they voted for. Like, that that wasn't part of our relationship. Like, right. we're friends with you because we agree on certain things and we have a good time together and we enjoy each other's company and all these other things that don't have to do with the political spectrum and then once all that stuff happened all of a sudden you were forced in some ways to reckon with oh what do you believe politically what conversations is it okay for us to have and we've navigated through that and are still friends but i I think it's sad that we even had to go there, even had to have that conversation, um, because it doesn't it doesn't need to be an overarching um, conversation in every af- aspect of society. Yeah, politics are important, but it's okay to have a friend and never wait, talk wait. about it. i I'm more than my politics? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, yes. Politics can have like 2%, how about that? And then, like mm. everything else in life, should take over the rest of the space.
1: I have friends on on both sides of the aisle and, you know, if if they know that I might disagree with them, they tend not to bring up politics. So, I don't know. Chris says, uh, Paul, I said yes because I did in fact marry somebody from the other political party. I like to assume that who a person is at their core is much more than political ideals. Even people on the fringe of either party are more than what they've been indoctrinated to believe. Indoctrinated. Whoa. Okay. Another listener says, uh, it depends. Are they a Republican who wants to be taxed less and not have as many government-run projects? Or are they the, let's storm the Capitol and execute Democratic leaders for being part of the cabal? Because one of those two is probably a deal-breaker. So anyway, we don't have the answer key. We're tracking what's happening at that elementary school west of San Antonio. And we will continue to have updates. And uh, Stephen Belton, Urban League Twin Cities, is going to be joining us in the 4 o'clock hour. Can't believe tomorrow, two-year anniversary of the death of George Floyd. His perspective You won't want to miss that. That's coming up next.
0: This is breaking news from News Talk 830 WCCO.
1: Paul Douglas here in Studio A at CCO.
0: CBS CBS News News special special report. report. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says 14
2: students and a teacher were killed in a shooting at an elementary school near San Antonio. The shooter was uh, Salvador Romas. Uh, An 18-year-old male who resided in Uvalde, Uh, it's believed that he abandoned his vehicle and entered into uh, the Robb Elementary School in New Valley w- With a handgun and he may have also had a rifle
0: Abbott says the suspected shooter is dead It's believed he was killed by responding officers A South Texas blood bank announced it's rushing blood donations To area hospitals there It was the last week of school The city's civic center is being used as a reunification center Where parents are able to meet surviving children A South Texas uh, community association is also responding to parents and hospitals again 14 students and a teacher were killed by an 18 year old man who opened fire at an elementary school near san antonio texas according to the state's governor cbs news special report i'm steve dorsey
1: <sighs> you don't have to be a parent to shudder uh, when when you hear news like this just the unimaginable it reminds me a lot of sandy hook adam carter now in the newsroom with uh, perhaps a little more perspective hey adam
2: well, Uvalde, Texas, uh, Paul, is about uh, 60 miles straight west of San Antonio. And we heard about this. I've, I saw first tweets about this a couple of hours ago actually indicating a school shooting in Texas. And how numb are we that? First of all, how numb are we that now we see tweets like that and We you know, almost on the daily but that it doesn't. We would rarely pa- we'd give pause to that. Um, but as I started watching some of the coverage here, it was pretty clear early on that the numbers coming from this uh, were horrific. I mean, one loss of life is horrific, but this is a elementary school in uh, West Texas that had 14 people killed. 14 children and one teacher killed. And you mentioned Sandy Hook, uh, another elementary school. Uh, not to say that uh, high school students who face attacks by uh, gunmen is any... Uh, any better than having uh, elementary school students slaughtered uh, in a school. But this is uh, just horrific. And here we are faced again with um, a case of, for whatever reason, a young man in this case, uh, if Governor Greg Abbott is um, correct in uh, already releasing this uh, gunman's name, going into the school and opening fire and killing innocent children for whatever reason. I mean, what what reason? possibly satisfy anybody uh, but what we know as far as you know how many students were in this school not we don't have those numbers yet all we know is that uh, just an unimaginable tragedy has taken place uh, yeah. once again in the United States of America uh, just on the heels of a, of a tragedy in Buffalo New York and seemingly it happens every other day and the conversations will begin, and I know people roll their eyes and say it's too soon to talk about what needs to be done, but, um, I mean, how many more of these are we going to go through? Uh, well,
1: it's it's not a fluke. I mean, it's, it's a trend. We've had over 200 mass shootings in this country. Think about that. 200. 200, at least four or more fatalities. And, um, again, the FBI, last year, a 50 percent jump in active shooter incidents between 2020 and 2021 so maybe the pandemic exacerbated this is is it a mental health issue um Yes is there's some other motive but yes it sure seems like
2: more times than not <laughs> right yeah there's there's an issue and there. we dig ourselves into these corners one group says you know it's a it's a strictly a gun problem one group says it's it's a mental health problem uh it's yes to both those. We've got uh, too many people who are too troubled uh, with mental crisis, and there's way too much access to firearms. I mean, that is a problem. I own guns. I have guns. I use guns. Yeah, me Um, too. (laughs) Just the amount of times I've been on the air here, in the 20 years I've been here, trying to, A, just give information on what's happening here, and again, a horrible tragedy in the town of Uvalde, Texas. It's about 60 miles west of san antonio we've got a 18 year old purportedly going into an elementary school shooting and killing 14 children and one teacher this afternoon mm-hmm. in uvalde texas the shooter 18 year old who was identified by the uh, governor i don't have his name at the top of uh, my list here but was also shot and killed in this attack so that's what we're uh, discussing here of course uh, cbs news will have much more coming up here in about five minutes at the top of the hour um Paul Douglas, Adam Carter, in you know, on WCCO radio. But again, Paul, but just back to this question, and we're left to <laughs> contemplate uh, a the un- unthinkable that has just happened hours ago, and then again having the same conversation that seems to go nowhere. Right? I mean, it, yeah. it seems to go nowhere. And, and yeah. when, yeah, I, I said this on Chad's show years ago. I said if after Sandy Hook in 2014, if we can't Come to a solution and try to come up to uh, a different way to do things after uh, elementary schools school students get slaughtered in class. And I I don't know what what motivates us to change. I, I I honestly don't. I I mean if if this is just part of living life in America, then if that's the way it is, I guess that is this the, the is. new
1: normal. Well, yeah, and God help us if we it's become the old normal too. If I we mean,
2: become numb to this, well, it's happened. I mean, we'll we'll debate this for days and. The cycle will continue, and I just I, I if, if, I'm you know I, I'm just at a loss because if, if we can't sit down and come to an agreement on one thing to change this and break this cycle, I don't know what we can do.
1: Adam Carter, appreciate the update. Appreciate your perspective. Um, we will keep you posted. This is now the big story, uh, gripping America. Fourteen children, one teacher dead in Uvalde. Texas just west of San Antonio we will have updates from our newsroom from CBS News keep it tuned right here we'll we'll keep you up to date as we get new information we'll share it with you stay with us